You may come to this podcast for advice, but tú sabes más de lo que piensas, which is why I wanted to bring this episode back where you as a listener were providing your best money advice. Enjoy. You are listening to the Her Money Matters podcast, episode 67. Welcome to the Her Money Matters podcast, the podcast to help you take control of your finances. Join your host, motivational money coach, Jen Hemphill, as she shares with you practical, simple money insights and real life stories by women like you. Let's get to it. Hello, hello there. Thanks for being here with me. This one is going to be a fun episode as I got you involved in this one. So I'm excited about this. And I know we can all agree that we each had a different experience growing up on what we learned or maybe what we didn't learn about money. And it doesn't stop there because as you will hear today, you will notice that money touches a very specific aspect, a very specific piece in our life. And that is why personal finance is so unique and so different for every person. With money, there's a lot of emotion attached that affects how we treat it, how we spend it, how we manage it, what we think about it, right? So that's why I wanted to include you in this episode is I know your thoughts, your experience will make a difference in someone's life. Like Deepak Aunt Chopra says, each of us is a unique strand in the intricate web of life and here to make a contribution. So yes, you definitely have a contribution to make. Now, before we get into today's episode, I wanted to remind you that if you are stuck with your money and don't know where to start, I recommend you getting clear as to where your money is going. And my Jumpstart Your Money mini guide will help you do this in a non-overwhelming way. It's free and you can get it at jenhemphill.com forward slash mini guide. Now let's hear what you each had to say as the best money advice you wish you knew growing up. Let's start off with Shannon. And Shannon writes in that it's okay to talk about money and ask for help learning more. And let me say, Shannon has definitely done this as she is a part of our free community and of our part of our membership program called the Fearless Money Sisterhood. And Rachel wrote in, and I'm going to read exactly what she writes in. A few years ago, I had a friend tell me how her parents handled money when they were young. Even though they struggled, often they had little to eat and were really stretching to get by but they never lived in this stress nor let it rule their lives. When they had eggs for dinner, because that's all they had, they made a breakfast party out of it. It helped them really coolly move throughout life without freaking out about money at every turn. Whereas in my household, we, everyone, fretted about money. I now have a very nervous relationship with money. I wish I could tell my younger self to keep cool, Keep calm and collected about money. It's going to be okay because freaking out doesn't pay the bills. And that is so very true, Rachel. No emotions will definitely, it won't help you move forward with your money. So I love, love that piece of advice. Now let's hear what Mabel has to say in her voice recording. Hi, everyone. My name is Mabel, and I am the founder and CEO of Girls on the Money, 
the mission of Girls on the Money is to teach women how to understand the stock market and how to benefit from it. In terms of Jen's questions, one money advice I wish I would have received growing up, I would say is understanding the power of compound interest and the power of time when it comes to building wealth. I think if somebody would have sat me down when I was 12 or 15 years old and would have told me, hey, if you start saving and investing now, you could probably retire in 20 years. Maybe you'll be retired by the time you're 30 years old. So I think that's how my life will be different. Had I gotten that advice as a teenager, I would probably be retired by now, which is something I'm still working towards retiring early. But I think that understanding the power of compound interest and time when it comes to building wealth, that will be what I would have liked to know growing up. And that's it. Thank you, Jen, for inviting me to share my answer. Take care. Bye. And Christina definitely agrees with my bet. Uh, Christina writes, my name is Christina and I'm a freelancer in the media industry in Toronto. The best money advice I wish I had or listened to growing up is to save towards retirement. This would have made a difference because of compound interest. The earlier you start, the less you have to save as you get older. And once you have a mortgage, kids and other hefty expenses, you'll be happy or wishing you started early. Yes, the magic of compound interest is so invaluable to know about because that's where just the essence of time makes such a huge difference. For example, let's say just for uh, example's sake that Sue started saving at 25 years of age. Uh, She saved for exactly 10 years and after that she stopped saving and she just let it sit until she was 65, okay? Now, let's say Lisa started saving at 35 years of age for 10 years, just like Sue. So Sue and Lisa saved the exact amount monthly. So I don't know. I'm just going to say $100 a month, right? The only difference is Lisa started saving at 35 years of age and Sue started saving at 25 years of age. So they saved the same amount. They started at different ages, and they save for the same duration of time. That's 10 years. So they both stopped at 10 years, and then they let that money sit and just accumulate the interest until they were 65 years of age. Okay, so who's going to have more? Sue, just because of that magic of time. That is the value of compound interest. Okay, Now, let me tell you what Brina sent in, and I'm going to read exactly what she writes over here. My name is Brina. I'm an office assistant, full-time student, and mother of one gorgeous girl. And I have seen a picture. She shared that in our community. She is beautiful. I wish I would have learned more about how to shop without impulse. When I want something, I buy it without looking for other options. Advice about how to comparison shop would have been helpful. I'm a good saver, but maybe I can utilize my saved money better with planning. I agree, Brina, what sometimes we don't know what we don't know, but fortunately now with the internet, it is so easy and so convenient to do that comparison shopping without even leaving your house. So thanks for sharing that.
Before we continue, I have a quick message for you. Her Dinero Matters is brought to you by First Republic Bank. The world is changing and your needs are evolving. As your focus turns to what matters most to you and your community, First Republic remains committed to offering personalized financial solutions that fit your needs. From day one, you'll be connected with a dedicated banker who will serve as your primary point of contact. Before we jump into today's content, keep your ears peeled for a unique reveal I'll be sharing midway through the show. It's something special just for you. Ground your relationship with the bank. They'll be there to listen to you, understand your values, and meet you on your financial journey. Your banker can offer solutions that support your goals at any stage, from setting up a personal checking account to refinancing household debt to buying a first home. As your needs evolve, you can call or email your banker at any time for the support you need because First Republic believes what matters to you matters most. Learn more at firstrepublic.com. That's firstrepublic.com. Member of FDIC, equal housing lender. Now let's hear what Malini had to say about the best money advice she wished she knew growing up. Hi, my name is Malini and I am a wife and theater artist in New York City. And the one piece of advice I wish I got growing up was how exactly to save money. I was told over and over again, you need to save money, you need to save money. And I was never actually explained the nuts and bolts of how that would look. And I think that would have made a difference because I wouldn't have gone into my spending career, budgeting career, unclear. I was just so unclear about what saving and budgeting and a financial future can look like because I just didn't know how to implement what I didn't know. And it just always seemed like a very big thing that other people knew how to do very well. Either they knew how to do it very well or they didn't know how to do it at all. So that would have been so instrumental. And I'm learning it now. So it's taking some shifting in the way I think about money, but it's overall just a relief. And it's not this overwhelming, burdensome idea. I love what Malini had to say. Saving can be easy. Everybody says to save and they make it seem like it's easy. But if you don't know where to save from or you don't understand your flow or money, it can be difficult. So understanding the how is definitely important and relevant. And a part of helping you do this is having a clarity on your money. So all that money that's coming in and all that money that is going out and having that clarity will allow you to see what exactly you have to save so you can put it aside. So thanks for sharing that, Malini. And let's hear what Darla had to say. And I'm going to read, she writes exactly what she writes in. She says, hi, I'm Darla, an auntie to two nephews and an interior designer living in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, Canada. The best money advice I wish I'd had growing up is learning at an early age how to develop a budget to live within my means and that money is a lifelong friendship. 
it would have made a difference because I would have known how to save 10% of all the money I earned to give myself more freedom to do the things I love most, to be able to choose to retire early and to have the opportunity to own my own business and possibly have my nephews working alongside of me. I hope you remember that money loves you and that you will learn to love your money in a way that makes this lifelong friendship fun and free. Love that, Darla. Thanks for sharing that. I really love Darla's point on money being a lifelong relationship. It's so very true. Life changes all the time, whether it be something happening to you like a job change, a promotion, maybe unemployment, right? It's life, right? Or maybe it's a change on your side where you have a change of heart on how you want to live your life. Maybe you want to upgrade your living. Maybe you want to downsize. Maybe uh, you want to be working only certain months out of the year and vacationing the rest. I don't know, whatever that is for you. And with that, that changes how you spend your money as well. So that is happens throughout time. And that's why it's definitely a lifelong relationship. So I love that she brings up that point. So those are the ladies uh, I wanted to share their thoughts. I hope that you found that valuable and interesting because I know I sure did. And since I asked you to play, I should probably share my thoughts too, right? (laughs) So for me, the best money advice I wish I had growing up was how much the way that you were brought up affected how you dealt with money. I've always been a good money manager, but for a long time, what held me back was understanding the stories that were going in my mind about money and what I was saying about money. So in the most popular one being, we can't afford that. I said that for a a good while because that's what I heard growing up and I didn't know better. And once I realized this piece, things shifted for me in all in a good way because I know I've said in past episodes, what you put in your brain is what you're gonna get out, right? Your brain what you listen to, what you tell yourself, the brain has a way of just bringing those things to light. So if you think negatively about money, you will just see negative things about money, right? But if you open up your mind and think differently about money, your brain is going to allow you to think and show you a different way. So that was, for me, the most impactful for me. And I wish I knew that earlier on. So that is a wrap for today. I want to uh, do a special thank you to Shannon, to Rachel, Mabel, or Mabel, as some people would say, Christina, Brina, Malini, and Darla for sharing your thoughts. I really, really appreciate that as I know it will help someone listening. Now, next week on the podcast, Uh, We are actually, there's going to be, I have a special guest that we're going to be talking about student loans. And that interview is actually a two-part series because there's so much good stuff in that interview. So I broke it up into two parts. There's just so much stuff. I thought one episode would be too much. 
So I've broken it up into episodes. So I know it's a great two episodes. So definitely if you have student loans, if you have kids and you are looking into either student loans or avoiding them, whatever the case may be, it's a great episode to listen to. Also, don't forget to download your mini guide at jenhemphill.com forward slash mini guide, especially if you are feeling lost as to what in the world is going on with your money. It is definitely a great place to start. So thanks again for taking time out of your busy schedule to tune in to this show. Uh, You can check out the show notes and the transcript over at jenhemphill.com forward slash 67. And I will see you again next Thursday. 